This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hey, mindful listeners. Thanks so much for making this part of your day. I am so excited about this show. I have a remarkable woman with an incredible story and the author of Shine Brighter Every Day. And interestingly enough, the author will never be able to read her own book. We're going to talk more about that. But she is a certified health practitioner. Her name is Donna Moore, and she's dedicated her life to helping others realize their health goals with positive simple approach that banishes the guilt and reframes relationships with food in a sustainable and realistic way and folks so much more. Donna, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm really, I feel very honored and I just wanted to thank you. I'm, it's very exciting to be on your show today. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I'm here in LA and you are... I'm in Portugal, all the way on the other side of the world. Right, wow. so we're, we're really lucky that we can have each other here. We are, we are very lucky to have technology, aren't we? So you have an incredible story, you do, and we're going to get into this, but just tell me, tell me about yourself. Give me, give me just, I am so intrigued and curious. Well, um, it's always been hard to explain someone where I'm from, so I'll start with that. Um, yeah. But it's a very big question you're asking me, so I'm like, wow, what am I going to say? Um, yeah. So I was, I was born in Amsterdam. I come from a very, very mixed background, which I think really is part of who I am and really has molded the way I see the world. Um, so I was born in Amsterdam, and when I was only one, I moved with my parents, obviously, moved to Portugal. Mm. And my mom is from South Africa, and my dad is from Israel. Wow. And at home, we speak a lot of languages. Yeah. Um, today, I speak around seven languages, nice. which is quite weird because I don't feel that it's a big deal. And then people are like, whoa, that's a lot. So Right. Well, it's, <laughs> it's like, well, when you're whatever, American right? and usually only speak one, it is a big deal. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. So it's quite. But I just grew up loving to communicate and loving to travel and being able to speak with people in their mother tongue, it just opened yeah. so many doors and it made the experience of traveling so incredibly different. So that was like my inspiration. I was like, I want to speak the local language of wherever I go. And I loved traveling since I was young. I had that. I always saved my money to travel anywhere I could go. So Well, and it must, it must have been so um, informative for you working with people to have so much experience about other people and where they come from. Uh, I, I mean, you know, to have, it just must inform your work so much. It definitely, it definitely does. Um, I like to say that the way that I approach my, my, my approach to living in a better way, what I do with my clients and what I kind of preach or what I, I educate people about really comes, doesn't come from academics. It doesn't come from purely academics, I might say that, I'll, I'll rephrase that. It's not only based on what I learned at university. A lot of the way that I see the world and a lot of the, the approach that I've brought into my book and that I bring into people's lives comes from a combination of, I like to say, the unwritten laws of nature, uh, a lot of common sense, but a lot of from what I experienced in my life, traveling and meeting teachers around the world, uh, seeing natural, indigenous, traditional communities live and seeing how they lived and 
questioning, like, how come they live this way and we live in a different way? Like, what is the difference? How, how does that impact us? And as a kid, I was always very curious about that. So I started asking those questions when I was quite young. And I had an amazing education in the sense that my parents focused on helping us become more cultured in the sense of wanting to understand the world better. Like, how do other people live? How do other people do things? And at home, we had a lot of food. Food was like the center of our life. My parents uh, have a restaurant business, and food has always been the center of my life. And I guess I've used my passion for food to understand the history of a culture, to understand yeah. how people live in different parts of the world. Yeah. Well, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show that you'll never be able to read your own book. So I want to know about that. And also, I'm going to tag on to that question, why you decided to write your book, This Shine Brighter Every Day. Okay, so your first point of the fact that I'm never going to read my book or I'll never be able to read my book, it touches on a very sensitive spot for me. I think sure. that only a year ago I started to realize when my editors were asking me, can you write more about your, your, this situation? It was like, really? Uh, which situation? And I realized that I had been in, in a kind of denial since I, was, since I had lost my vision. So... I lost my eyesight, a huge portion of my eyesight, when I was a teenager, around 13 mm. years old. It wow. degraded between 13 and 15. And that's a really hard time to lose your eyesight because it's a time yeah. where a lot of things are going on in your body that you don't know what, like, how to deal with. Yeah. And people aren't like, you know, teenagers aren't the nicest people in the world. So I remember <laughs> like not seeing people in the street and I didn't know that I couldn't see them. And the next day, like at a party, they, they wouldn't speak to me. And I'd be like, I know those people. Like, why aren't they talking to me? Huh. And only because I had to like start having courage to go up to them and be like, oh, like, don't I know you? They're like, yeah, well, you know me now, but you didn't see me yesterday when you walked right by me. And I was like, oh, I walked by you. I didn't realize. And I had to like wow. learn the difficult way that I was losing my eyesight. Like, wow. I didn't know that I couldn't see them. And... I mean, all these experiences, I guess, made me stronger and made me yeah. more courageous, but in a very kind of, I didn't know that that's what was happening to me. And yeah. I never really took any credit for it. Yeah. So I couldn't well, read any book. I couldn't read a book through university or through high school. I was very lucky to have amazing teachers. That I had one English teacher that met me during lunchtime to read the book to me. Wow. I'll never forget. Yeah. Yeah. And so this book that you wrote shine brighter every day. Yeah, what's it all about and who's it for? Okay, so shine brighter every day is part of a bigger mission that I have, a dream and a mission, something very like heart project about creating a generation that is free from disease and free uh -huh. from chronic, chronic disease and discomfort. And that's really what I think the vision of all of us should be like, we've never been in a place where there's so much chronic disease and discomfort to the point where I think most of the people my age um, and I'm in my 30s, are early 30s, <laughs> um, think that this, that discomfort is just normal part of life. It's like, yeah, you have a headache, you feel bloated, you feel tired, you're lethargic, you have no patience, you're irritable, that all these things are part of normal days living. And it's, it's like a wake-up call to all of us and saying this is not normal. The way we live isn't normal. If we knew how amazing our body was made to feel we wouldn't think twice about how we lived our life. And I think that most of us don't realize how much 
how little vitality we have and how much is kind of there in store for us if we did uh-huh. tiny little changes. Uh-huh. I always say that if you knew how amazing your body was made to feel like you wouldn't ask questions, twice. like you would just do it because there's nothing better than feeling amazing every single day for no reason, just because that's how life intended you to feel. Yeah. And it's amazing that, you know, you know, as we've said before, you're in Portugal, I'm in Los Angeles and it's amazing in America, the things that we actually do to get instant gratification, but that um, cumulatively create our lack of vitality. I, I call, you know, I call it kind of loan shark, uh, loan shark mm-hmm. behavior. When you go to a loan shark, you get money, right? It's like it, instantly, it's like, oh, sure, we'll, we'll give you some money. But what do you pay back? You pay that money back and then some. And I think a lot of things in our society, whether it's the stress that we thrive on, the uh, the nutritionally valueless food that we binge on, the alcohol that we depend on, those things are right there and they give us a little hit up front, right? But then what we're mm-hmm. paying back is a lot and we are decreasing our vitality. And so clearing those things out, right? Um, The things that you write about, nutrition and a healthy lifestyle, that can actually spark that body that you're saying, that feeling that is inherently just truth. It's just inherently health, right? Yeah, but I think people don't realize what health really means. Yeah. Like, you know, if you talk to a child, you'd be like, well, health is no acne. Health is strong skin like beautiful, shining, glowing skin and strong hair. But and it depends on the age you're talking to, but people don't realize what physical and mental comfort could actually mean for them and what that means they could do with that in their life. And a lot of that is what I, like one of my passions is, is about, I guess I would say that I would be happy if I could wake up every day and just inspire people to want to care for themselves more. So that's kind of like, I feel like that's something that people don't make time for. And it's also got to do with the way the society works. But we don't understand how amazing we were meant to feel. Right. And that's something that's like, we need to um, really address. And just answering your other question, um, what is the audience of this book? I think, well, I think that this book is, it's a very fun and exciting book. I wrote it with everyone in mind. So if you hate reading, it's a book for you because it's full of visual, interactive colors. It's, it's super exciting and it's fun and it's written in a very- It's gorgeous. <laughs> it's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> yes, you. yes. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's made for like, I say like it's made for ADD people, like people that have no attention span. So it's like when you're done, like when you feel like closing it because you've read too much, the paragraph is ended and there's a new topic. So it's really made in a simple way. If you, if you don't even want to read it, you don't have to. You could just read all the titles and all the titles would get you a good idea of what, what you have to understand. If you don't, every chapter has its a section at the back, at the end of each chapter, that is the practical section. So like if you don't feel like reading the why, you just go to what. Like, for example, I have a chapter uh. about movement. And it's like, okay, I know that I have to move, but what does Donna have to say about how I'm going to move? So you go straight to the practical part and you can just start putting it in practice. And while you're putting it in practice, you could be reading the whys. So it's a very kind of, you can read the chapter, like the book in the chapters that you want. You can read it in whichever format you want. It's very versatile and easy to work with. 
And it's really made for to make health and vitality the coolest thing you ever did and make it fun and exciting. And you do this uh, around, I think, a subject that is so connotative. It's food. And, you know, as a whole, this book, this is, this is, it will allow you to recognize and plug the holes in your own knowledge and become your own boss and food doctor, which I love, <laughs> your own boss <laughs> and food doctor, ultimately equipping you with tools to fix your relationship with food and live a healthier and happier life. And, you know, we do, we have these relationships with food, you know, and food is a lot in our culture, in our society. Yes, it's nourishment, but it is also can be medicine. It is celebratory. It is, it can be used as a drug. There's a lot of relationships and those relationships are the things that need to be addressed. And it seems like with this book and with your work, you do it in a non-judgmental, non-shaming, very inspiring and sustainable way. Oh, thank you for, for saying that. Um, for everyone that's listening, I think you've really hit the nail on the head in the sense that, so I have one very important rule in my whole approach to life is that nothing is bad. There is no food that is bad. Obviously there is food that is highly toxic, but it's not bad. And it's always about reminding ourselves that it's not about, because if you say something's bad, then your rebel kicks in and it's like, oh really? Well, I'll show you who's boss. You know, so no food is forbidden and no food is bad. What we do and the way I approach all of this, everything in life is, okay, we're not going to judge it. What does it do? What are the scientific facts? What is the reality? What are the facts? Okay, so this product, this food item, this is what it does when it goes into your body. This is the consequences of eating this. So, and then you choose you know, like yeah. all my clients, I never tell them what to eat. I educate them about things. And I think that when people understand, for example, there are so many people that drink milk on the basis that their grandparents drank milk. But if they knew what happens in the industry and what they're buying in a store is not necessarily milk, their relationship with milk from the supermarket will change, whether they like it or not. Consciousness the awareness of education, of knowledge, changes us for life. And it changes your, your whole perception of everything. So I could say that through understanding something better, you change your relationship with it without making any effort. It's completely effortless. Yeah. I, I, it's just, I love that you create awareness. And then, I mean, this is what my show is all about, right? Mindful medicine. Like, can people open up their own minds and make choices and um, mm -hmm. that are good for them and no, nothing good, nothing bad. And, and I've seen people ha try to get guidance from people and there's lists, eat this, don't eat this, right? And yeah. I cannot find in my recent memory a success story with that approach. There, I, 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 so I can tell you from my own experience that when I try to lose weight, I put on weight. When I try to force my body into doing something, my body rebels. So I am a rebellion in speaking in the first hand here. And if someone tells me what I'm supposed to eat, I'm like, oh, really? Let me show you who's boss. Like, and it's, it, it doesn't function. Like, I also explain to people that if I tell you what to do at some point in your life, you're going to be like, well, screw Donna. I don't want to listen to what she says. And... So you, you never give the responsibility over to the person. If I explain you about the reality of something 
and you make a choice on your own, the choice will be yours forever. And again, I talk about this in, in my introduction, it's not a religion. I made a lot of jokes in my original manuscript, which my editors removed. I think they didn't think <laughs> were that politically correct, but I was saying like, I have the part, it's called, it's not a religion. And I made jokes about like, you can be Christian the whole, during the week and Jewish on the weekend. Like you don't have to be vegan for the rest of your life. You don't have to be right. like on a, like, you don't have to choose one way. Oh my God, if I stopped eating chocolate now, I'll never be able to eat chocolate again. No, you, do, you don't have to. It's not about becoming fanatic. And in fact, I'm very much, I'm not against, but I, I really don't believe in extremists in any way. So it's not, my book is not about putting, making the world become vegan, not at all. It's not about becoming a certain thing. You know, people always ask me, are you vegan? I'm like, uh, no, I'm Donna. Uh -huh. <laughs> or, <laughs> it's like, why do you have to categorize me? Like I eat whatever I want. And that is one, one of the shifts I do. So I, well, I, I, I don't do, I do for myself, but I really inspire people to make in their own life is moving from, I, I want to, but I can't, poor me, I'm a victim, to I can do whatever I want, but I don't want to. So I can eat whatever I want. I have no restrictions but I choose to eat whatever it is that I want on the moment. And it really is, that comes down to creating a relationship with yourself. That comes down to creating a relationship with yourself and creating a relationship of, of connection with yourself. Like, do I have enough respect for myself to make the choices that are gonna be good for me? Yeah. And there's a whole kind of, that, that's a whole, those are chapters in the book that I talk about yeah. those kind of things. And all right, folks, listeners, the book is structured into 14 chapters. And like Donna said, um, there's the why, yes, and then there's the what. Um, and so if you want to just get to the what, you can. It's an incredibly beautiful book. Donna, you, you have such an incredible, diverse background and um, your credentials and your outlook. Everybody just needs to get this book. So let's talk about where folks can get the book. Um, where, can, where is it available? Okay, so I'm supposed to tell, I'm, I'm not very good at marketing myself, but I'll use this opportunity <laughs> to do so. And I'm like Please practicing do. here in the, in the making. So you can go to my website, which is www.donamore.com. So my name is not spelled D-O-N-N, it's D-A-N-A-H and then M-O-R.com. So that's my, that's my website. And on the website, if you go to the store or if you go on, on the homepage, the book, you just click on order now, there's the EU, so there's the UK Amazon, and there's the international Amazon. So it's available on Amazon at the moment. I know that it's on a discounted price for pre-orders. And on the 26th of May, it will be available in stores, if stores are open, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to keep our fingers crossed, our, our toes yeah. crossed, our hairs crossed, our eyes crossed about that. Well, Listen, Donna, first. thank you. Yes, yeah, safety first. Everybody stay home for now, of course. And, but and order definitely it online. Go you can definitely order it online. Best and, and, and here's the here's the bottom line. Just order it because it's a beautiful book. It is so insightful. Um, you've got such a great story. Thank you for your work. Mindful listeners, you can shine brighter every day as well. So Donamore.com, D-A-N-A-H-M-O-R. And thank you so much for being here. For you, mindful listeners, we're gonna see you next time. <laughs>